Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer... Cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. Good morning and welcome. 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 Welcome to the uh, Morning Report, a production of fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. I am so thrilled to be here this wonderful Tuesday. Tuesday morning here in, in um, West Central Florida. Gorgeous out there. It's a little warm. Uh, let's see what the temperature... What is the temperature outside today? Uh, let's see here. Let's ask somebody. Hey, Google. What is the temperature in Tampa, Florida? It's 82 degrees in Tampa right now. No, it's 82 degrees in Tampa. You, you, you heard it. And that's the weather report brought to you by. <laughs> I should do that all the time. Yes, and if um, you're wondering if I'm in a good mood, I am in a good mood today. But I'll tell you what, I'm in a good mood most days. I'm just going to tell you. I can find something to laugh about friggin' all the time. All the time. Um, because there's plenty to laugh about. I've taken on this, you know, before Akuna Matata. That was the way I lived life. You know, sometimes you had to, you know, I, I tell people all the time, listen, either have fun or make fun of it. Because that's your only choice most of the time. 
most of the time, your only choice is to have fun or make fun of it. Because without that, then you're just going to be a, you're going to be a leftist. You're going to be mad all the time. I was thinking about this yesterday. How exhausting it must be to be a leftist. To be a, hell, just to be a Democrat. Forget being a leftist, but be just just be a Democrat. Because the idea is that you are, you gotta be ready to be hyper pissed off all the time. You have got to be on razor's edge all the time for ev for everything. How do you do it? How do you stay that on guard, that pissed off, excuse my Latin, all the time? Now, some will say they just, I just care more than you do. Hmm. Maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Um, But I just can't imagine... Uh, being that that hacked off all the time. Um, I you, you can tell I'm typing. Um, I want to test my theory on something. But um, it just seems crazy. It just seems insane that you know what you can. It just seems like that's a that that's a mint. I don't know, and this sounds terrible to say. That's a mental problem. People who are on on the edge of just freak out at any moment, and it doesn't matter. You know, anything can bring it up. Any comment from a stranger can bring it up. A post on Twitter or or Facebook just. Can send our Instagram can send people over the edge. <laughs> it's just crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I I I personally can't imagine living like that. I just can't. So it's my stupid chair. So I don't. I just don't. You know, I was before we get into the stories day. I was real involved with the 2008 election. I was super involved, um, really, and was disappointed. In the, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I was disappointed in the outcome. So that Tuesday night, I, I, I came home from work. I had been listening to the returns. I've been watching on the computer at work and listening listening to all the stuff in the car on the way home. And by the time I drove from my workplace to my home, it was settled. It was just settled. Um, Barack Obama had won the presidency, and that was all there was to it. I mean, that's that was all there was to it. By that time, John McCain had called um, Barack Obama and congratulated him on his victory, and it was just over. And I was sad. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I was sad. But you know what I did? My wife and my son were watching the um, watching the news, and I was like. Oh, I'm tired. And I was exhausted. I was exhausted physically, and I was exhausted mentally, and I was exhausted spiritually. So the best thing I could do was go to bed. The best thing for me was to go to bed. So I did. I went to bed, and I was asleep pretty quick. 
I was asleep very quickly. Now I, I, no. One, one of my many talents, one of my many, many talents, um, you know, in the boudoir is the ability to fall asleep at, a, at the drop of a hat. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, asleep I was. Bingo, bingo, boingo, boom. Out. Snoring out. Done. And, um, woke up at a reasonable time Wednesday morning. And, um, I remember going to work. I went to work and did my work and I was at work all day. And I remember, um, part of my day, I I was at a, I was at a Publix grocery store. Um, and some, (laughs) this poor woman, this, this lady came up to me and said, you, well, you must, this white lady, you must be happy today. And I was like, "Mm, about what? I don't even remember what I was getting. I don't know. I was in line. I don't know. I probably had, probably had a, like a, Diet Coke and and Snickers bar or something. I don't know. It wasn't healthy. I was for sure. But in any case, I so I had my you know my stuff and she went, well, you must be happy. And I said about what? And she said the election. This white woman. She just she was just so happy and happy for me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, not really. I voted for the other guy. Oh, really? Oh. And then that, that was the end of that conversation. I didn't go after, okay, I didn't go after her. I didn't try to state my case. I didn't try to educate her. Uh, I didn't try to, to tell her, oh, I'm a black Republican. I'm a black conservative. And I got and I got this internet radio show. I didn't, I just didn't. I just said, I, I voted for the other guy. And she went, oh. Hmm. She was, she was painfully confused. And maybe I should have helped her out of that. Wasn't feeling that generous, but I did go to work, and for the most part, I was cordial, and I and I'm sure I laughed some of the day and enjoyed my day. I wasn't angry. I didn't want to go out into the streets. I didn't want to set on fire. I didn't want to burn down the whole system. I didn't want to. I didn't want. I didn't feel like I wanted to do any of that. I wanted to find a way. Here's what I wanted to do. I wanted to find a way. To see how I was going to be able, frankly, to survive it. How was I able, how was I going to be able to protect myself and my family and survive what I thought was coming? How was I going to be able to do that? I wasn't, inter- again, wasn't interested in burning down the system. wasn't interested in rioting. wasn't interested in looting. I wasn't interested in doing any of that stuff. I was interested in fig- figuring out for me and my family how we were going to navigate at least the next four years, maybe the next eight. Hmm. That's what I was interested in doing. And I remember getting back on, I remember getting back on the microphone, sitting right here behind it, behind this microphone, not this microphone, but a microphone, I don't like it, um, going on to my next show, and I think it was called What's What Now or What's What's Next. I don't I don't really re- I don't really remember what the what I, I entitled the the program, but it was on the um, Rational Black Man Show. It's it's a show that I used to do on Blog Talk Radio. It's it, it, the Rational Black Man Show was a uh, the first iteration of what we have here, 
And there are, I don't know, 3,500 of those programs. That's crazy. There, there's, there's, a more, there's, there's more than 3,000 of those out there. Gee, Manetti. But um, I think that's what I did. And um, every day I went on with life the best I could. I wasn't, I wasn't excited about the, the um, Obama presidency. And there were things every day that I just weren't excited about. I just wasn't. I just wasn't. But I never thought one, for once that, that what I should do what would be an appropriate thing for me to do or be involved with was a tearing down of anything. What I knew was that the Republicans had failed because they hadn't done their work. That's what I was sure of. I was more sure of that than anything. How did this happen? Republicans didn't do their work in the places that they should have done their work. I called it. I called the show. What now? That's what I did. I'm looking. I'm looking at the, uh, uh, the 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 thing here. What now? And I, just, I, I and I've been saying that forever. They had not done their work. And they had not done their work. They didn't do their work in 2012. They didn't do their work very well in 2016 either. Except Donald Trump did the work you're wondering how how 13% I mean I guess the, the number is 13% of African American men black men African American men um, ADOS whatever you call whatever whatever supported Donald Trump in the election or voted for Donald Trump I don't know if support Donald Trump is, is, is the best word or support anybody's the best word but at least voted for him this time around because he did his work, and has been and had been doing his work. So, um, hopefully, it was a, a a a template for Republicans. Here's the places you have to go. Here are the people that you have to be have to talk to, and not be afraid to speak to them directly, and 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 address their their wants, their needs, their desires. Their concerns. You're going to. You're going to have to. You can't simply start painting on platitudes. You're going to have to start addressing some real problems. And so, in October of 2016, the real deal, the uh, the New Deal for for Black Americans came out, and it was like a ten point plan of of hell yeah, starting with school choice. Hell yeah, start. Uh, you know what with. Um, money to HBCUs, hell yeah. Starting with criminal justice reform, unfortunately, hell yeah. Hmm. And guess what? Much to the surprise and chagrin of a whole bunch of people, Donald Trump became the 45th president of the United States of America. He knew how to, his campaign knew what they had to do. There were certain states he had to win to win the Electoral College, because that's how you become President of the United States. It's not a damn Facebook post, whoever gets the most likes. That's not what this is, folks. I'm sorry, kids. 
I am I am sorry that you think that that's the way it is and that's the way it ought to be. Whoever gets the most likes, whoever gets the most thumbs up with the presidency, that's not how we do the presidency. And that's not how we've ever done the presidency. We didn't do the presidency that way when Barack Obama won. We didn't do it that way when Bill Clinton won. We didn't do it that way when um, Jimmy Carter won. We didn't do it that way when JFK won. We didn't do it that way. Um, we, we have never done it that way. We've always done it this very way. With very few, um, very few uh, modifications. This is how we did it. This is how it's done. <clears throat> and just because it doesn't fit your social media, your social media mentality of, 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 of how you should take a vote, and just because your teachers have failed you, telling you that we live in a live in a democracy, because you don't know the meaning of words. Sorry, not sorry. Donald Trump continued in his first four years as president to do his work. What Donald Trump has not been doing is being sequestered in, in, in you know what in the bowels of the White House. Donald Trump's been out doing his work, and he was able to get other people to help him. Hmm. Republicans, eh, not so much. And and that's and that's a disconnect. Republicans, eh, not so much. Which is why we have our first story. When I say Republicans, and eh, not so much. Here's the first story. Brother Mitt. Senator Mitt Romney, you remember Mitt Romney, right? Mitt Romney ran for president. Actually, he ran for president in 2008 and 2012. In 2008, he lost the nomination to John McCain, his good buddy. Uh, I know, I shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but you know, you, you don't have to speak ill of the dead, but you can damn sure tell the truth. In all that get mavericky thing about John McCain, that was all so he could be accepted by a bunch of Democrats. Which is why he was insanely popular in Arizona. Which is why his pick of Sarah Palin, who was conservative, was a real conservative at the time, caused so much, so much hassle, right? That's why it did. But anyway, in our article from um, our friends at townhall.com, uh, Reagan McCarthy, thank you, Reagan, uh, Senator R- M- Mitt Romney, um, Republican from Utah, of course, because he's Mormon, um, gave, <laughs> I, I ain't say nothing bad about being Mormon yet, uh, gave uh, momentum to the Senate Republican effort to confirm President Trump's eventual nominee to replace the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which the president plans to announce, by the way, and this sort of leads into my next story, Saturday from the White House. So it's going to happen. It's like the NFL, it's like the NFL draft. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Trump team is on the clock. And a few minutes later, the pick is in. <laughs> the pick is in. We're just, now we're all just waiting. Uh so after much speculation, Romney announced on Tuesday he will support holding a vote for the eventual nominee. 
he pointed to the obvious circumstantial differences between the 2016 controversy over former President Obama's nominee when Senate Republicans declined to hold hearings on account of a divided government ahead of a general election. My decision... Here's what Romney says. My decisions regarding a Supreme Court nomination is not the result of a subjective test of, quote, fairness, end quote. It is based on the um, immutable fairness of following the law, which in this case is the Constitution and the President. Um, Senator Romney wrote in a statement, the historical precedent of election year nominations is that the Senate generally does not confirm an opposing party's nominee, but does confirm one of its own. You know, I don't... Mitt, are you... Mitt, Mitt. Senator Romney, are you listening to this program? What's the chances, y'all, what's the chances that Mitt Romney is listening to the Morning Report here on um, Spotify, here on Spreaker, here on CastBox, here on iTunes, here on um, Google Podcasts, and all the other places that we are at, where we will we be at. <laughs> Wherever you get your podcast for free, you cheap bastard. <laughs> what did we talk about yesterday? We talked about there isn't anything wrong with it. Now, you may not like it, and I, and I, I think I posted yesterday that, yes, of course the president can nominate a Supreme Court justice to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Of course he can. Don't be silly. Yes, and how it's normally done. Let me help you. If you are, if 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 you went to a if you went to public school and basically they avoided this subject, here's what normally happens. If you are, if it's a situation where. The president and the Senate doesn't have anything to do with Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, AOC, y'all can just shut up and sit down some damn where. Because this operation is between the Senate and the president. Which is why we shouldn't be electing senators by popular vote. Senators should be elected from the states. This is one of the reasons why this is all jacked up. But anyway, what normally happens is that if the Senate and the President's party is aligned, if the Senate is, is controlled by Democrats and, and, the, and the, the President is a Democrat, what normally happens in cases like this is that the Senate will approve the President of the same party's nomination. If the Senate is controlled by Republicans and the president's nom- and the president is a Republican, then the Senate will normally, well, actually every damn time, um, confirm the president's nominee. If they are from separate parties, Democrat-controlled Senate, Republican White House, the the president can nominate if they want to. And the Senate doesn't have to either do anything like they did with Barack Obama or they could bring the person up and they could bork them, which is what they did to um, Robert Bork. It just made a, just made a mockery of it. 
So if you are interested, if you think that this is going to be up and up and, and it's time to stop this tit for tat, uh, politics, that's what politics is, baby. It's tit for tat. It's tot for tot. It's move, counter move. When, when I move, you move. That's what this that's, that's what this game is. Now you may think that it shouldn't be that way. Okay, and I ain't gonna argue with you. Maybe you shouldn't, but it damn sure is. Um, one of my cartoons on the uh, on um, the town hall site is great. Uh, it's by Mar uh, Margolis and Cox. They have an elephant with a chair, and the chair says Supreme Court Justice, and the elephant is screaming hypocrite. And the and the, the the Republican jackass is grabbing the chair, hypocrite. Because what we found out, I'm, after I tell you the story about the story about you know when the whole nomination thing is going to be, um, then we'll go back and I'll tell you my my, my thoughts for, for for you to consider on this whole hypocrite thing. Um, and why it's important that we get more involved than, we're, than we normally get. So listen what we do. We take a little break and we'll be back right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. You can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. Fight Back Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on the Morning Report. And now it's time for The Bryce is Right. Okay, it's not time for the prices right yet. <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. But that, you know, sometimes that happens when I get distracted. Um, but anyway, um, the next story is this. The next story is um, the president has decided Trump has officially announced when and where he'll make his um, Supreme Court of the United States um, announcement. There's going to be an announcement. This is from Katie pa Pavlich. Townhall.com. President Trump tweeted Tuesday morning that he will announce a nominee to replace Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on Saturday from the White House. Um, speculation continues to grow as to whom Trump will, Trump will pick. I'm not sure what Vegas says. Some of y'all will know. Write that in the comments. Write that here on Facebook if you're watching. Um, if, you, if, if you're um, on Facebook and you're watching or listening. Speculation continues to grow as to whom Trump will pick. Yesterday's U.S. Circuit Judge for the Seventh uh, Circuit, Amy Comey Barrett, ACB, we got our own ACB, not AOC, but ACB, 
reportedly met with Trump at the White House and is one of his finalists for the positions. U.S. Circuit Judge for the 11th Circuit, uh, Barbara um, Lagoa, is also on top top of the list. Uh, Meanwhile, the fight for a confirmation hearing and a vote before the 2020 presidential election November 3rd is ongoing. There are 42 days ahead of a final final vote being cast. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham said Monday night there are enough votes for Republicans to get a nominee through. All right, then. There you go. So it looks looks like at this point, it looks like it's going to happen. Here's what the left's not talking about. Both of Trump's picks that we know about are female. Hmm. But one of the the picks that Trump is talking about is a Latina. Hmm. Not talking about that, are we? We're not talking, they're not talking about that at all. Not talking about that at all. I thought they were, I thought Trump was a misogynist. I thought that he was against women and women's rights. I thought he was a racist and he was against Latinas and black people and brown people, people of color, everyone who, everyone who ain't a, 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 a piece of crap, white redneck male. I thought Trump hated, he hates everybody who ain't white like he is and stupid and uneducated. I thought that that's what. Trump was, according to the media, but obviously, um, again, two women are are in the in the running, as far as we know, and um, one of them is a Latino. You know, you know, when you say those words, do you sort of slip into that that Spanish affectation? A Latino, um, when you say, I know. Tostitos, Doritos. When you say Doritos, you put that in there. Doritos. <laughs> do you do that? If you do, don't, because it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. So I guess we'll find out Saturday, huh? I, I, I And the time is to be determined. Um, Trump's tweet is this. I will be announcing... Don't write, don't write in a passive voice, Mr. President. What he should have written was, I will announce my Supreme Court nominee Saturday, not on Saturday, but Saturday at the White House. The exact time is to be announced. And y'all, y'all will do this. I learned from um, Microsoft, um, the, the spell check and the grammar check, um, don't write in a passive voice. I will be announcing. Mm-mm. I will announce. There you go. Uh, or the announcement, the, the announcing of my Supreme Court justice, or the announcement of my Supreme Court justice nominee. Um, something other than I will be announcing. But in any case, <laughs> I'm being silly and I digress. Saturday. Saturday. Well, I just hope it isn't during um, the Florida State Miami game. I hope it's before that. I hope it's in the morning. You know, get us all about 10 o'clock, Mr. President. Get us all about 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. That would be very good. 
before the games start. Let's and, and, and let's see what happens. And if it's at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be at work, so I probably won't hear about it until, I don't know, take a break, go out to the car, grab my phone, check it out. But it's going to happen. Now, here's the other side of that. There are people who are going to be pissed off and angry, and it will probably set off some crap Saturday night, maybe even Sunday night too, around the country, in places like Portland, Seattle, Houston, New York, Chicago even maybe, Atlanta possibly. Conservatives. We must remain calm. And we must remain focused. Are 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 you are you are you listening? Because you have to hear this. You have to hear this. Yeah, my wife had some Glenn Beck on earlier. And everything I like about Glenn Beck, what I don't like about Glenn Beck is that um, he can be sort of a nervous nanny sometimes. Sometimes, and what he doesn't encourage people to do is not freak out even though there may be a lot that you can freak out about but it's not going to do you any good to freak out not even it's not going to do you any good to freak out so one must remain calm one must remain um focused you know that's really what we have to do so no matter what we see, no matter what we see Saturday night or Sunday night even no matter what we hear from Black Lives Matter no matter what we hear from hear or see from Antifa stay focused the goal is to, at that point to get the nominee through And get Trump across the finish line in November. Keep the rallies going. Keep your spirit up. Do what you have to do to protect yourself for sure. But stay calm. Stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize. It's going to be okay. We'll be back right after this short message. And hopefully I'll press the right button. Let's see if I can do that. Yep, here we go. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com, a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. Fight Back Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative
Fight Back Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on the Morning Report. And now it's time for The Brace is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, A Lesson from the Ant and the Grasshopper. I think we're all familiar with the Aesop fable regarding the ant and the grasshopper. I first heard it in kindergarten when the teacher tried to impress upon us the need for diligent work. As you will recall, the fable describes a grasshopper who spent the warm summer months singing and playing while the ant toiled in the fields in preparation for the cold winter. When it finally arrives, the grasshopper finds itself dying of hunger and begs the ant for food, who is less than sympathetic as he remembered how the grasshopper wasted his time earlier. Here the ant represents industry, and the grasshopper portrays the fool who would rather fiddle as opposed to store supplies for the winter. It is a lesson of capitalism versus socialism. Whereas the ant works earnestly during the summer, the grasshopper pleads for help from the ant during the winter, who only rebukes him for his idleness during the summer. If Aesop were to write the story by today's standards, though, I think it would go something like this. As the ant struggled and worked to eke out a living, he would be forced to pay the grasshopper a handsome entertainment fee for listening to his fiddle. Even though the grasshopper refused to seek honest employment, the government took half of the ant's food supplies and gave it to the grasshopper, who claimed he was entitled to it. The more industrious the ant became to compensate for his declining food supplies, the more the government took. By wintertime, the ant and his family faced exhaustion and famine. In contrast, the grasshopper now lived comfortably in the biggest ant hill with an abundance of food. In desperation, the ant knocked on the grasshopper's door to beg for some food. The grasshopper laughed and slammed the door in the ant's face, whereupon he perished in the snow. As a footnote, the grasshopper perished shortly thereafter, as there were no other ants remaining to farm the food. I, for one, have no intention of going the way of the ant in this modern-day version, reflecting the political dynamics of today. Years ago, when I was in college, I came upon the following quote by Lawrence M. Gould, President Emeritus of Carleton College in Minnesota. He said, I do not believe the greatest threat to our future is from bombs or guided missiles. I don't think our civilization will die that way. I think it will die when we no longer care. Arnold Toynbee has pointed out that 19 of 21 civilizations have died from within and not from without. There were no bands playing and flags waving when these civilizations decayed. It happened slowly, in the quiet and the dark, when no one was aware. End quote. Gould's message had a profound effect on me. I, too, believe America will be destroyed from within, not by external forces. Indeed, history will inevitably repeat itself. In our case, it will be caused by liberals who want to overturn the American way of life, who want to redistribute the wealth, eliminate God from our culture, reject American exceptionalism, subvert the United States Constitution, and replace it with autocratic rule. In so doing, government will become bloated, bureaucratic, and control every aspect of our lives, thereby realizing George Orwell's prophetic big brother. Make no mistake, liberals do not support the middle class. They want to destroy it, as they know this is where the real power resides in our country. Without a middle class, socialism blooms. Behind this is a deep-seated belief that people are not smart enough to do what is best for themselves and the world overall that they must be controlled and coerced like cattle. 
Liberals believe the world should be led by the selected few who know what is best and control others accordingly, thereby creating a slave state. People who will do their master's bidding as long as they are taken care of. Under this approach, you are to allow others to do the thinking for you, share everything, own no property. You are expected to behave a certain way, and you will be rewarded accordingly with food, housing, freebies, and drugs. More than anything, liberalism is about social engineering and control, also known as slavery. For centuries, immigrants had to adopt to the American culture. They were asked to learn the English language and conform to the country's laws, rules, and regulations. Today, it is just the reverse. The American public is being asked to learn immigrant languages and customs and adopt to their laws and rules. One could even suggest that illegal immigrants today have more rights and privileges than American citizens. This is unnatural. The individual should adapt to the culture, not the other way around. Obviously, this dictatorial form of government is in sharp contrast to our current form, which provides certain unalienable rights for the individual. The supposition here is that a monarchy can rule better than a democratically elected republic. Interestingly, this was the reason we fought the Revolutionary War, to eliminate monarchies and provide a government for and by the people. The lifestyle promoted by liberals is not a natural one. Under a socialist approach, there are no losers, or winners for that matter. Work is no longer considered a natural extension of the human spirit, nor is risk. Consequently, liberals are promoting a program that will ultimately kill ambition, exploration, invention, and entrepreneurship. More importantly, it kills our sense of craftsmanship and productivity and turns us into a second-class country. Bottom line, the liberal agenda is moving slowly and silently. But they are moving, nevertheless. As Gould said, it happened slowly, in the quiet and the dark, when no one was aware. Our very way of life is at stake. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the internet at timbrice.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. 
How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.